0: like distinction I want to make here is don't just say yes, I'll figure it out and then kind of never follow through. All right, what's up? Hello and welcome Vibe Union. Everybody that's out in the world, uh, my name is MQ. I'm going to be your host for today. We are back with episode number 22. That's my lucky number of the podcast. Uh, so before we get started, I do want to acknowledge that we are meeting, playing, loving, and recording right now on Wurundjeri land, land of the cool and uh, of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Um, the sovereignty was never ceded over this land and there is irreparable damage that's been done and it continues to be done, unfortunately, on these communities to this day. Um, instead of trying to repair it, let's try and build a better world together for tomorrow. And we can do that by acknowledging traditional elders, past, present, and emerging, and acknowledge the fact that it is a rich and diverse culture that we should be ready to embrace and harmonize with. Uh, in, in the spirit of harmonizing and embracing, I'm joined today by, to my left here, we got Jason. Hello. And to my right here, we got Rai. Hello. A. Rath. Uh, we are gonna be talking about some topics today, uh, but mostly we're just gonna be rounding up what's been going on in the world of Vibe Union. Before we do that, Jason, what's been going on in your world? Um
1: basically vibe union stuff really, you know. Uh, I mean I missed out on missed out on performance last week at the festival, for mm-hmm. what it's called already. Come together. Um through sickness. Um but yeah, no, just sort of yeah, vibe union stuff. Um got the got the poetry night planned at the end of the month without Ronnie's Blue Bar. Um,
2: Further details coming soon. So I'll
1: be emceeing that and getting all that sort of stuff done. Um, Been trying to write more songs as well as poetry. Um, Because, you know, I kind of need a can't just do the same two all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, were getting,
2: you were getting some looks from people when you performed at Usu, especially like Dred um, and Toomey, both were like, "Oh, this, this fucking, this is some fucking bars, man. This is some hot shit." Yeah. Um, well, fair enough.
1: Um,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew
1: you would take <laughs> it <valid>. like that. <laughs> Adequate feedback. Um, yeah, it's, I guess, I, mean, I guess if that's all they could say. Um, uh, yeah, but no. So that's the sort of yeah. Um, sort Of just looking forward to the next event and that kind of stuff. Um,
0: yeah, stay pretty chill. Cool, yeah. What about you, Ryan? What's uh, what's going on in your world for the people at home?
2: Um, started studying actually all in Ooh. relation to Vibe Union, so that's been right. really really cool. Um, we're getting into the nitty gritty of the figures, mm-hmm. uh, figuring out how to run a business, and it's so dry, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so boring. Um, yep. but very excited about that mm-hmm. outside of that. Producing, actually, I I want to start. I mean, this actually, this will be a good segue. I'll I'll see what you're up to as well Mm. first, though. (laughs) Um, But starting to get in the mood for like, I think I should start writing the next project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll talk more about that yeah for after sure. you what are you up to my dude <laughs> what am I up to I'm
0: about uh, I'm up to sort of this that and a bit of the other um what's really exciting for me right now is the rebirth and the revival of a night that I loved dearly in Melbourne called hip-hop karaoke um yeah it used to be a wicked time and you know get up there perform your favorite Kendrick like I did maybe two Kendrick tracks and Absol and naturally like a handful of Kanye stuff and it would be on every month and then they stopped because you know those guys like went on to bigger and better things and now I'm ready for this as my bigger and better thing and I want to put on this night and, and give another platform for artists. So that's been you know, a lot of my mental energy and, and then physical as well. Um, and then yeah, just being around the trappings with Vibe Union people in very different contexts. And I think on reflecting on like how many different types of things we're like converging at, that's what made me kind of think like maybe that's the topic for today. It's just a good way for everyone that's out here that's been connecting with us to kind of get a big wrap up of like, what do we actually do, like what is like Vibe Union working on right this minute as a collective, where are we aiming, where do we want to branch out into and, and where there's room for more people to to be a part of it.
1: Mm.
0: So that's what's been mm, on my mind. Mm, so yeah. all right, so coming into that, like, I guess, mm. right, do you want to do you want to tell us a bit about like, sort of continuing your creative process, because you just dropped an album, like we just yeah. had a bangers, amazing launch, um, supported by Vibe Union cats, like I was honored to be on that mm-hmm. as well. Um, so you've just dropped this album and you're already thinking about the next project. How, how does that cycle work for you?
2: Um this is a mental game. This is a um, I feel I have I, I feel. I feel myself with guilt every time not working on a project because I feel like, I'm not furthering my career or something along those lines. I think it actually more just stems from like that's where I feel most comfortable is in that space of producing and writing and, and working in the studio usually by myself with a, with a in a quiet house and kind of just get to focus in. Yeah. Um, so when I'm not doing that, I feel like I'm stagnating instantly. Right. Um, so this is, is slightly based on guilt at the moment. Also very, <laughs> also a lot of excitement though on some new sounds that I've discovered in my production. Oh, yeah. And I feel like the next batch of beats will, I mean, it always should be better anyway um, after each project. So that's really exciting. But, but this actually got me thinking in relation to this topic um, that we decided on five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> 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 that... I've always got this thought, and I've been doing it for a long time. I've been making music for a long time in various formats and releasing a lot of content to basically deaf ears. And that's not being self-detrimental towards my music, but rather I know that there's so many other parts that I didn't do that would have furthered my career so much faster. Smaller, th- In my mind, they look like smaller tasks, mm-hmm. but also because my um, I'm emotionally more at home in the studio and that's what what I always kept going back to.
0: For the people, can you hit us with a couple of these tips if they could have shaved off time in your career?
2: Um, (laughs) Let's get technical (laughs) for a second. Learn to be more like MQ and network (laughs) properly. (laughs) (laughs) Actually talk to people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, performing. Um, Performing and collaborating with other people. Uh, mm, Mainly, it's it's really about the networking. It's yeah. really about the networking that is the hardest, and I think that's so common. But for most artists, it's the hardest part. I think for for um, people who are used to just producing in their bedroom, um, uh, and people are so in, you know people want to hear your amazing work, but they're far more interested in you as a Person, I think uh, that's how you turn that's how you turn a casual listener into an actual fan They yeah. they stay not because necessarily you're until you're like to a Kendrick's level or something like that and people are actually like sure. Like studying your work yeah. then sure but for the most part I think people just like want to know the character behind the music mm. and it's hard to get across just from in your bedroom
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, gems like this and sort of how to network, how to kind of get your production game or your performance game up. This is the kind of stuff we've been covering across all the podcasts. So if this is the first time you're tuning in on the podcast with us, thank you. Um, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the notification. So you get all these kinds of tips and stuff. We're doing this weekly um, and giving out free game. Um, and then, yeah, we got episodes. <laughs> I'll probably try and uh, do a thing up in this corner so you can like click onto like how to nail live performance. That's been a great video and we've got some great feedback on that. Um, so that was a cool one. But yeah, just letting you all know to um, make sure you stay connected with us and, and that's how we kind of keep writing. So um, Jason, thinking about, I guess, like your involvement with Vibe Union, you're saying, you know, it's it's kind of consuming who you are as an artist, but it also sounds like it's developing who you are and how you're expressing. How's how's that come about for you? Yeah, um, I
1: think, yeah, no, what Roy was saying, that the networking part is, is the hardest and I've been trying to work on that now, um, which is something I'm not... ...used to doing at all. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one part of, I guess, not performing... ...but the sort of behind the scenes kind of performance element... ...of being a, a performing on stage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, like, from changing... ...from mixing poetry and now uh, more the music element... Um, ...I guess it's kind of an easy transition from the way I do poetry... ...because it rhymes and has a flow already. But, I th- yeah, it's just a... Uh, ...it's a lot harder. It was for me yeah a lot harder because you've got to keep to... I think I've, I've said this a couple of times on podcasts now, but sort of, yeah, it was kind of an easy transition, but it's completely different because you're going, oh, this is a completely different audience. Um, and so, you know, at the moment, my sets are mixed between poetry and and um, hip-hop, rap and stuff, which is still a little bit spoken wordy, which is I'm, I'm fine with. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of a di- completely different audience. But I think with the Vibe Union, it's it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, we've got a few people that come... Uh, to Lybird and and um, came to Baussu and stuff, and they were like, "Well, we don't like rap or hip hop really, but um, we like the vibe, basically, <laughs> you know." Yeah. We're a couple of poets are there, and they're like, um, and, "You know, they've they've been to some poetry stuff, and I've uh, you know connected with them and mm. and stuff like this." But it's yeah, it's sort of a. I think if I was out on my own and going, okay, well, I'm going to a um, uh, say rappers delight, sneaky plug. Um, like, and I was like, I'm going to do a. Um, uh, I'm, go- I'm going. To, I found this uh, 15 minute monologue or something, and it's got a little bit of music to it. It's not going to go down in, in you know sort of thing, or, um, or the, the dojo or something like that. Like, oh, you know, I'm, can everyone stop the music? I want to do want to do a, a, um, do a, a, a freestyle. Um, uh, Indulge you know? me. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. I think it's given me the ability to. Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm for me, I'm a perfectionist when I'm on stage. One one missed word, I'm like, well, that's the poem, the song's ruined. Mm-hmm. But then, um but I was saying like a couple of weeks ago, you know, I've messed up a second line of a poem that I've done many times, and I was like, screw, it, I'll just keep going. And then I was like, okay, the rest of the wasn't quite happy with it. But then, vibe union did a set afterwards, and I was like, I was just getting into it a lot more than I normally do, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck. It. Like my my set wasn't the best but I still nailed it quite well. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it's the supportive element now that I have, you know, I can do stuff at Lybird and practice things and mm. then I can do my own poetry stuff on the side and then exploit Vibe Union and practice poems and then go off and do them in competitions and stuff Perfect. like that. Yeah, Exactly. So I think yep. it's um, it's just sort of that, you know, comes full circle you yep. know, sort of thing. So, yeah.
0: For sure. I think what, what you touched on there is really powerful as well in that You know, woven into our DNA as a collective is this idea of like all vibes welcome, right? Like vibe union is literally like bring whatever you can bring, bring Mm. the best of that. And then how do we generate space collectively for that to exist? And so for you to say, you know, just because night X doesn't have this room for it, doesn't mean that there's no room for that 15 minute monologue. Mm. And by all means, like as, as anyone that's involved, like in what we're doing, wants to like put on a night where that's available Mm -hmm. well there's someone who's got the inception of that night there's someone who has a connection to a venue There's someone who has a connection to a venue manager Mm. to a pa system and before you know it you have all of the workings of a whole night set aside for that, or mm-hmm. a single crate or soapbox on Sydney Road to to put that together, <laughs> and again, that like the strength in variety and and that again collectivization. Apologies to all you bloody capitalists out there, but uh, but in, <laughs> in being able to bring all of this together and share in a, a massive pool of resources and 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 assets and um, uh, personal connections and relationships, I think is a, a, a superpower that we uh Wielding and growing, like a, what's that game? Katamari Damacy. Do you? Kn- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. It's yeah, like uh, yeah. you start out as like a tiny little ball, and, and you kind get, of yeah, got to roll, yeah, 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 oh, and you just get yeah, picking yeah, yeah. up things along yeah. the way. And then you can pick up the like uh,
1: solar systems and everything. Like it was, on yeah,
2: the, yeah, was yeah, that yeah. on the PSP? is that like it was? I think a, it's is on a few platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a Sony Katamari thing for sure. or yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so it feels mm.
0: a little bit like that. So join the, join the role with us. Mm.
2: I want to bring it back to, so now we've, uh, we've talked more about our own personal development at the mm. moment through Vibe Union. But um, the initial point of like what is Vibe Union actually doing? Which I mm. think really ties into all this because, mm-hmm. mm. obviously, starting during lockdown. So, to the let's not speak. I don't want to speak internally. I want to speak externally. Like, what do we? What mm. does it look like to people? Yeah, right. Right. So we were putting out tracks um, every week, mm-hmm. and I th- think, we, and we started the podcast maybe probably halfway through season two, maybe. Yeah. Something, yeah, more, was, something, was something about that yeah
1: ten or oh, ten, 10 pod? no, that nine eight or nine podcasts before. Yeah, Three before we could we do it change? in person. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so to the to the outside uh, audience, it looks like you know that's kind of what we're doing. Where we're just producing tracks, mm-hmm. and that was, and so. But now speaking internally, that was that for me. That built the the group up. That kind mm-hmm. of built the the yeah. net, the network side of things. Like yeah. we kind of uh, galvanized what what we stood for mm-hmm. as a group. But in terms of actually furthering, actually putting it, putting a, getting our foot in the door, and putting our stake down in the in the Melbourne scene, yeah, kind of did fuck all, sure. in a, in a yeah. sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Until, it, it means something now, but like yeah. at that point, it was good for lockdown. I think, mm. I think oh, we got yeah, we got yeah. lots of attention mm-hmm. in that sense. People were being like, "Oh, cool!" It's just good to see artists doing something. Yep. Yeah. But where now? I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm actually hearing talk on the streets. I'm actually hearing, you know, mm-hmm. people actually come up to us and talk to us what, about what we're doing. Yep. It's because they see us doing these gigs now. yeah. And yep. having that foundation of tracks now actually really means so much more than it did initially, mm-hmm. now that we actually get to perform it on, oh, on the stage, yeah. which mm. is, I think, be- perhaps an obvious point, but in this digital age like I've uh, gigs somehow in my brain wasn't the biggest thing right I was always thinking about the next project and the next yep. drop and what was that gonna be but it's actually these gigs that are furthering I'm, uh, that's where I'm gaining any fans myself. Is where mm-hmm. vibe union is gaining the most fans. Yeah. Yeah. It's where I mean collaborators. We're not getting that many mm. DMs and being like, "Oh, I actually want to collaborate," and that actually yeah. follow through. Yeah. But we meet people in person at these gigs. I'm getting because DCs, because direct conversations. Direct conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all it's it's purely relationship based, especially yeah. in this industry.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, let's dissect that. That's a yeah. great way to phrase exactly, like exactly how we got into gigging as Vibe Union, Mm. because it was not on our horizon. Like Mm. I guess in between season one and two of the singles, when Mm. there was kind of a window where lockdown wasn't a thing, we were like, let's get out there. Let's be the first ones gigging. So we approached venues. We actually started doing the cold calls and everything. I remember the conversations Um, we're having about like,
1: Well, Wayne, you we were like, you know, stuff, we're trying yeah. to do
0: this. Let's make it happen as soon as possible. Shout out, by the way, to like a few great venues. Like I think Usu was like entertaining at that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yorkshire Hotel was like supportive in spirit <laughs> and we couldn't make that work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Workers Club had like given us an opportunity first off the bat. Mm-hmm. And so then that obviously died right back down with lockdown 2.0. And then we didn't really think about it. Uh, and then I like got around... To like freestyling with the homies, like Electro Dub Experiment mm-hmm. at um at Lyrebird Lounge, just off chance they hit oh, me two days. Oh, that's how it happened. They hit me up like two days before they were to go on and said like, "Are you free? Do you want to come through and freestyle?" And I was like. Always, you know, it's, it's a jam and electro dub, steady state massive dread pirate sound system is there sort of collective. And um, there's a few sort of outfits within that, which is amazing. Um, and so I like went on freestyle, did my thing, had a good time and like got the crowd all into it. And um, and then left. And I was like, cool, that was a good moment in time. And Mick the percussionist, he, he and I have a good relationship. He hits me up and goes, Hey, listen, like Jimmy from the liebird lounge really liked what you're about. And he wants to know if he can get in mm. touch to like get you to come and do a set and i had already begun shifting my mindset that like i i don't want to do things just for mq like mm-hmm. i want to i want to be getting stuff further out there and okay so hang on a little bit of uh anti chronologicalism there sure. um so so that liebird thing ha- transpired in that way so jimmy was like hey man like you know i want you to come into a set do you want to like help fill out a night and i was like i can not just give you a set, I can give you a whole collective, <laughs> yeah. I can give you a lineup, let's put us on. So, you know, uh, Dilly, Amutha, yourself mm-hmm. and myself put on a night. And we did tracks together at the end as well and that kind of went down a treat. Mm. Um, and just before that what had happened was uh, Sikanda and Electrodub, two bands that I play with, were both booked for Renaissance Festival, a festival I played with Sikanda previously. And when Sikanda had got the confirmation, I just went cool that's a festival that yeah. would be so cool if i could get vibe union around that like some of you guys like some of you guys haven't done like the camping festival vibe like yeah. it's too hippy doopy or whatever <laughs> and um is that directed to anyone in particular nope. Nope. <laughs> not on cameras. Not on cameras. no no not on camera not on camera never again never again <laughs> <laughs> you got that one hug from mother earth and you were done um <laughs> Uh, and so I, I reached out to the organizer of Renaissance and, and that's the, the the thing of s- sort of relationships and mm-hmm. appreciating that because I'd previously reached out to him and said, thank you so much for having me as part of Sikanda to like play at the festival, that was fantastic. Thank you so much, happy to come back anytime. Then I was able to make the approach to him and say, look, here's a couple of tracks of ours. We'd love to come and perform at your festival as a collective. What do you say? And he was like, you know what? Actually, yeah, I can give you guys a mm. 40, 50 minute set. It'll be at sunset. It's on you know, the main stage and all that kind of thing. We we're like, this is crazy. So mm, I like told the crew and everyone got around it. There's a bit of pay in it for us as well. Like Janos renaissance, like, thank you so much. And that was it. That was the start of like, oh, cool. We're going to do gigs now. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, how do we rehearse? How do we like warm up for it? How do we get ready? Well, cool. Uh, let's let's keep an ear out. So then Bird happened. And so we booked that for the 27th of December, Renaissance on the 1st of January. Yeah. And that was those two things. And straight after uh Lyrebird happened, I reached back out to Jimmy and said, hey mate, like, how do you feel about having us on for two nights? We'll do more lineups. He was mm. like, yep, cool. After the first of those two nights, I asked him for two more nights in February. <laughs> he was yeah. like, yep, cool. And then by the second night in January, we're booked for March and like now into April. So that relationship, Building, maintaining and leveraging I think are really critical and I'm, I'm really lucky. I'm really blessed in that I've seen, for example, my mom like do that incredibly <laughs> well in her world. Um, mm-hmm. And she is someone who builds networks, uses those, net, those networks to then further means for other people. She does a lot of charitable work. And so I use that kind of mentality and thinking and that ability to value each person for what you mm-hmm. are able to exchange with them, that relationship. Um, that's been really powerful for me. I've been talking a lot about this, but that's basically where the whole gig stuff started and you're know, you talking about that momentum and feeling Mm. that vibe Mm. of it. So that's, I guess, like the business and the network side of um, the gigs and that aspect. And you kind of touched on this before, but what's it been like for you to become a lineup artist, someone who is getting to do sets? Um, Before I answer that, I was just going to to say,
1: to piggyback on what you were saying, is it's nice now that if someone's like, Messages vibe union like oh we want vibe union to do a set you mm-hmm. can literally just give them a, a portfolio and, like pick five. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. What, what do you want? We have we can just pick yeah. what you want. Do you want do you want um do you want uh, uh the craziness of Dilly Dave, or do you want yeah. like the um the atmospherical amutho, or yeah. do you want the Connor um the songwriter, or do you want I'm imagining
0: s- like a, like a street fighter type selection yeah. screen. <laughs> Select your fighter. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Build your team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's where uh and it kind of ties into um so yeah, it's a performer. It's like uh um what was the question? Just what was the question again? <laughs> no, no, I um, I, I, so I was like, I'm this. gonna seamlessly
0: do this and I'm like, no, let's just let's just clarify. So that's a really good point as well. And and we'll circle back to that in a sec <laughs> about like um what we're able to offer. Yeah. And I think that's that's a really exciting launch pad into the next step of you know what we're able to offer and then what we're planning to offer the community at large already. Mm. So I, I just wanted to kind of come back to for you to have gone, I guess you've kind of discussed this a fair bit, but what, what was it like the first time you came to a Vibe Union gig and, oh, okay, and yeah. you weren't on a lineup? What was it like being in the audience of that and um, and, and what's that experience for anyone who hasn't had a chance to experience it yet?
1: Um, no, it's a, it's a bit not, I wouldn't say surreal, but it is different because you go, because, you know, the, the all the tracks that we put out were, were you know, basically rap, hip hop and stuff with, you know, some, some um, more of a, Song song more of a what's the word uh, uh, singer songwriter elements in it yeah. with choruses and stuff, but yeah, going there and just seeing it's just sitting there and not and not I mean for me it was like not having the pressure of oh I have to perform soon or whatever mm-hmm. it was just nice and then just everyone um, I mean Lightbird's good because it's a bit of a smaller venue so everyone there is sort of there to see mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then unless they're out the back but. Yeah, most people there to see vibe union or whoever's whoever's performing, and it's just yeah, it's a, just a nice chill vibe, and it doesn't seem to matter who's on stage, mm-hmm. and it doesn't yeah, you know, you can have five different people or four different people doing four different things, and everyone just seems to be there and in the moment, in the in you know enjoying all elements of it, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. and I think that's that's the important part of it, and and uh, yeah, it goes yeah, and that's sort of like, this is what we can offer, and this mm-hmm. is like, um. Rolls into everything else we're saying. Like it's just a, it's a collective. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. The the vibe is just yeah. It's it is what it is, and it's mm-hmm. it's sort of. I don't think it's something. It's kind of for me hard to explain. Just it is what it is. It's mm-hmm. people come, they go. Most people seem to be like, hang on. I I I was talking to someone who knows about and says, you know, they 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 know Rye or man. They they do rap and hip hop. Why is mm-hmm. what. Like a author or or me or um or Connor's on stage and so like, mm. hang on and then Tricks comes in then like oh okay mm-hmm. all right so it still is but it's okay cool you know it's, it's it's surprising it gives someone it's sort of like a pleasant surprise sort of thing I think
2: yeah, yeah. I think this ties into the networking idea because like um I've had uh, I'm I'm trying to get myself much more into the mindset of like being the and I th- you know I think I am quite good at this this is kind of a big backbone of Vibe Union is that. When someone asks if you can do a thing, yep. you just mm-hmm. say, Yep, sure. Yep. Yeah. And then once they turn their turn their back, you go, Yeah, okay, I'm gonna how do I figure this out? How yeah. do I do that? <laughs> but fuck it. When they're looking yeah. at you, you say, Yeah, yep. of course, be be yep. that yes man. Mm-hmm. Um I was, yeah, really taught that by an old boss of mine who loved to just work to 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 always be um by the seat of his pants yep. in business. Mm-hmm. Always just nice. walks into a boardroom and says like, yep, I'll do the thing, and mm-hmm. then leaves the boardroom and goes Fuck, I have no idea how <laughs> to do that. Yep. He was putting like he was putting tablets in hotel rooms and uh, mm. to order room service off and it blew right. up to be multi-million dollar international wow. company. It was ridiculous. Um, but mm. he was the kind of guy who was like, uh, I haven't actually... I forgot to book the people to actually install them. Fuck it. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll mm. figure it out. I'll go in there and he did it himself. Like that wow. kind of thing. Um, but because but then... So my, the idea there, especially in something like music, uh, what we're doing is... Mm that who do you turn to first when you think I need a job done or okay, yeah. I need a, I need a feature mm. verse yeah. on this track.
1: It's a good point actually. Yeah. And
2: you go through the list, you go on Instagram, you so you, you type in hashtag Melbourne hip hop mm-hmm. and you start going through right? and you find some, some people that you're like, holy shit, these guys are crazy. Mm-hmm. But then you message them. They're a bit vague. They get back to you like a week later yep. and there's just no real uh, professionalism or, or relationship there. Mm-hmm. Do you go to that guy or do you go to your mate who you've worked with? Either previously, or who is just always like, "Yep, I'll be there. Yep, I'll do that. Yep, always, yeah. always ready to go." That is so, so, so much more value- valuable than just being the best at what you do. Yep. Is just being well, just professional and fast and mm-hmm. and present with it. And I think that actually shows with Vibe Union. If Vibe Union was a person, that is that person as well. Yeah, because people don't mm. really they could go to a night. Uh, I, uh, you know <laughs> internally I keep ragging on um so no no I won't actually mention <laughs> I won't mention particular places um but you know there's there's certain nights there's certain venues in Melbourne that are more uh, strictly hip hop especially mm. more particular branded hip hop so like mm. yeah. you know there's places where you go and you know you're going to get modern trap music yep. which is the hottest flavor that's where you would imagine the people want to go yeah but you go to a place like Libra with Vibe Union and you don't really know. I don't think people are going to Vibe Union knowing everyone who's on the lineup. Mm-hmm. They don't really care. I don't think yep. it's really important who's on the lineup. They are just going there because they know the guy. They know mm-hmm. Vibe Union as a person. they mm-hmm. just like, I always have a good time. This guy's always got, <laughs> this guy's always, you know, throwing drinks around and this guy's always got a couple of, um, uh, he's got a bit of weed in his pocket to, to move around, that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, like it, this, is, this is the person that I want to hang out with more. More yeah. importantly, than mm. seeing the best artists. I think we offer that, but yep. that's actually yeah. not our focus in the slightest. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just off that last point, there's no sort of objective metric for the best artists right short Mm -hmm. of like this person normally sells tickets for 180 bucks and right now you can come and see them for 20 that's like if that's that measurable maybe that's like a thing you might want to consider but honestly like Mm. it is about what is the atmosphere being set up and that's been really powerful all right real quickly we've hit about the halfway mark so i want everyone whatever you're doing while you're watching this just give yourself a quick high five do one of these (laughs) how good we made it um, and then like comment below where if whoever just self high-fived in the weirdest place gets a free sticker next time you see me. So let me know, um, slash I'll mail it but out like, to like, you. Like location if wise or on their
1: body? They're high-fived on their body Ooh. or yeah. You know what? Where's both, the weirdest place both they both high-fived on their two body? Stickers. Or? It's two okay. stickers now,
0: weirdest place on your body and weirdest place in the world. And if you like, I'm not even going to give you the idea. Uh, go do your thing. Um, ambiguous, yeah, all right. Well, welcome okay. back. Oh. Uh, all right. So <laughs> thinking about thinking about, yeah, like what we set up and what our ambitions are. So in terms of that network and establishing, oh my God, these guys are yeah, in that, stitches. We're back into Sirius yeah. uh, yeah, back, 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 back into the real stuff. Back, back into the real stuff, Morty. Um, what we <laughs> need to consider already. is the I've I've killed myself here. Um, w- with the gigs that we're putting on and why are we mm. putting them on? Why are we collating the people that we're collating and with the intentions that we're doing is it is just about expanding the platform, mm-hmm. right? It's mm. about saying like, yeah, we're so grateful for the opportunities we've been given. How good is it that we get to play at mm. Bird regularly and put on the lineups that we put on, mm. but recognizing that if that were there to serve eight of us and we kept rotating through a lineup, mm-hmm. awesome. That's We would just do that. Mm but we wanna do more than that. And we wanna do lineups that are very specific. So for example, you're watching this, this coming Friday, uh, we're having a sort of folk and acoustic specific lineup Mm. Mm. to serve the fact that we have members who, that's the sound, that's what they do, that's what they play. And that's within our network as a Mm. collective. It it, is actually an injustice to, for example, have Kelsey play to head like to open up uh, for like then three hip hop acts because it, it, it then totally disrupts the balance of the night. And it can be yeah. fun in like an open mic sort of context or when we are mm-hmm. doing variations. But like as we want to refine and, and create better spaces and platforms for, yeah, for Kelsey, for Nick, um, to to get their acts out there and then more acts like them to feel like, oh, there is space for me here. Um, that's, that's such a critical component um, in terms of why we're doing what we're doing. The other component I wanted to add as mm. well is like, obviously we're gonna sit here and harp on about the things that have worked incredibly well and vice versa, there are gonna be things that don't work out, right? Like for every Mm -hmm. night that we're trying to put together now, you know, we're sending out proposals basically every other week to different venues uh, for all kinds of different things. And some of them are taking off again, super excited to be running Rapper's Delight at Ronnie's Blue Bar um, and and all that kind of stuff. But, and and we'll come to some more in a sec, but there are also gonna be the ones that knock you back or that you just never hear from. And that's totally fine. There's gonna be ones that say yes, but with these conditions, and then you got to decide for yourself, yeah. what are those mm-hmm. conditions? Um, let's, I, I just want to come back to the point you were saying before mm-hmm. about the ability to say yes. Say yes and figure it out. That is such a strong like piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And it's something I definitely live by as well. And for me, the, the sort of biggest thing about that is once again, like potentially, if you're watching this or, he, or listening to this, you are like a solo artist or or like, or you're in the fold, like, thank you for supporting and and like (laughs) drumming up the numbers anyway. Um, Mm. But if you're, if you're watching this, you're probably kind of still trying to like make it on your own and recognize that for you to say yes to everything and try and do it all, you're going to be working 25 hour days. Yeah. Like that is going to burn you right out. And so then having a network is so powerful where let's say you're a rapper and someone comes to you and says like, hey bro, um, I'm a rapper, I need beats. Don't just go, oh, okay, well, I'm only a rapper. See you later.
3: Mm-hmm. Don't
0: be the dead end. Go, okay, cool. I'm a rapper, but here's my pro- here's my producer, mate. Yeah. He can make some beats for you. I'll link the two of you up. And now you've got the endearment of this first rapper and your producer friend is like more endeared to you because you just got them some collab work mm. and you're actually building your network out there. So say yes, figure it out. Like no one kind of like with um, releasing bad music, mm-hmm. no one's gonna remember that you like said yes and kind of failed to deliver. They'll just mm-hmm. move on to the next. But if you succeed, they'll be super stoked on you. Mm. But if you say no, they completely forget about you and erase you
2: yeah. and you don't want that.
0: Like that's that's entirely like antithetical.
2: Uh, yeah. This actually, yeah, this this is perfect because I, I was gonna take this in a, in a direction. Like the, um, the idea of releasing bad music, um, I think I Jason, you were saying that you are a perfectionist when it comes to your live performances, yeah. which I have definitely seen in terms of your response to walking on stage because you're like, man, that was that was shit, and everyone else like, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that also said like your you, every within you've you've been on stage rapping for like three four times. I so think like, I've done it.
1: Twice, tw- three times, three times. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the the leaps and bounds you've made in those three is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I really appreciate though is that you say that you're a perfectionist, but you also every time there's a gig opportunity for you, you're like, yeah, sweet, I'll do it. Yeah. And then I know that you, I'm sure you go home and think, fuck, I gotta start figuring, uh, getting this ready. Like I, yeah, you know, I was just this- thinking
1: the story of you both I'm like, yeah, I'll do it, and then I went.
2: I'll figure it out yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, there's so many artists out there who uh, are perfectionists at the wrong stage in their career. I yeah. think, mm-hmm. um, and you know, <laughs> I say this in a sense because, like, I, I definitely kind of went the other way with it. I've pr- I've produced a lot of work and I hate a lot (laughs) of it. I don't hate I really like a lot of the ideas but the execution could have been so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I don't have a huge following so I can't really say if this method has worked for me anyway. But you know, every every journey takes different amount of time so that's fine. but there's a comedian on uh youtube called Gus Johnson who I really really uh admire and he kind of gave similar advice about starting a youtube channel starting doing skits when he does a skit often like instead of like having okay so he like doing a skit of like a um of a parody of a show say if he's parodying um Ellen DeGeneres instead of doing a costume he'll just write on a piece of paper ellen and and sticky tape it to his chest if the skit is solid enough then people don't care they just like seeing that he did the thing it also means that you can keep doing a lot more things and at this stage that's perfect because when you get a budget then fuck yeah like go all out and take it to the next level um Auntie Don is another good example that they just got the Netflix <laughs> series and it just got elevated so high. But normally, like they're happy, like we've got a we've got a boardroom um <laughs> space that we maybe maybe we've got friends of the ABC or something like that and we'll record on our phones and we'll do a skit uh, skit and it works fine. Works totally fine. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think if it's done properly, it's sort of a um well I mean like if you look at what
2: Vibe Union does,
1: we've we've touched on other podcasts, mm. but we it's like uh going back to what you're saying about like um, it's unfair if Kelsey goes on first and then does mm-hmm. an acoustic folk stuff, and then you've got um, three, you know, two me dilly and then trick sort of thing. It just sort of, mm. but then we, we we're very careful about trying to um, make sure the night is. It's I don't know. It's sort of a um, something I I kind of really like about Vibe Union. It's like we we want to make sure that the night is perfect for the people there, mm-hmm. um, and so we will do the background things like I oh, will make. Even the, if no one notices I said, mm-hmm. we, I said before that you know me going first if I'm just doing my poetry stuff and and then I will end with two songs and then other people come in so it, it goes from sort of the slower pace and then comes in at the end it's sort of a um, yeah it's sort of the, the performance stuff is those little things I think that um, and then other performers you know I've been I haven't been to still haven't been to many um, hip-hop nights but the ones mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen a couple of performers that weren't putting in much effort at all. There's sort of a mm-hmm. well, there's a big crowd here, and they're going to go off regardless of what I do. Mm. And um, it, I mean, it was sort of game. It, I, I felt good to the fact that well, vibe union doesn't do that, but I also it was like, if that's all the effort that it kind of, but I kind of, I guess you kind of got to get a big enough name to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, kind of a shame that people still do that. So
2: you yeah, you've illustrated this point perfectly because like what we're doing. Is actually really easy. Like the amount mm-hmm. of energy that goes into this podcast is so fucking low. We <laughs> figured out what we're going to talk about five minutes beforehand. We've got we're recording on my Are phone. we're still figuring it out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This was not the original topic in, in here. This we're recording on my phone. We're going into an old interface of mine. Recording straight into Ableton. I have a template set up, so it takes me maybe ten minutes to edit this thing. I never like chop anything out, and I just put it out because I know that like. Getting in there and editing little parts out and condensing it down at this stage, I just don't think it matters. We, we, you know, at our height, we were getting like six hundred views, now it's dropped down a little bit. We're hovering around the hundred mark, I think.
0: That said, you know, prove us wrong. Yeah, like, of course. <laughs> if if if, for example, like big, like special effects and mm. and that kind of stuff is like what would make you share this podcast out with more people? Mm. Like, let us know. But I would guess that you're happy watching this and sharing it to the extent that you would share it regardless. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I think that accepting that and recognizing that like 70% and 99% and 100% more or less have the same outcome Mm-hmm. for quite a while, I think is like, I think we've had this conversation before, like mm. early days with track production and stuff as well. Yeah, When we were making songs and we were like trying to avoid that perfectionist mentality saying, 70% actually gets the job done.
2: Yes, 100%. And, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, so so in terms of that, like, you know, please prove us wrong. Like if you're like, hey, hang on, if you guys did this, 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 that would make it more shareable, or that would like help with the algorithms. like we're we're figuring all of this stuff yeah. out as we go. So by all means, like chip in with that input because at the end of the day we're we're still making this to like serve you. like we're mm. we're making this and discussing these ideas. It helps us obviously, but we're sitting around having these conversations anyway. Like yeah. putting the camera here is actually about then engaging with you, like growing this community, and then hopefully, like anyone that's watching this has, that wants to be here and amongst this, like let us know, yeah, because we want to diversify all of that as well. Um Yeah, what do you think on that, Jason?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, no. I, yeah. I, I think it's um it's good. I mean, I think yeah, vibe Union is one that we take we take. One gets criticism, or we take critiques, and we're not mm. we're, we're humble about it. It's like, well, we yeah. do, we do what we do. If you don't like what we do, that's fine.
2: Yep. Um, uh, I think because we give it that 70% as well, like at mm, this stage, we yeah. know that the 70, 70% achieves everything that we need right now, yeah. yeah. And so, when someone's like, say hey, that was a bit shit, it's like, well, yeah, yeah cool, that's because we're, we're not going to be precious about it because we didn't give yeah. it like we didn't. We didn't go. We didn't give a hundred percent in the sense of like we were really nitpicking like yeah. on every track or anything like that. You know, yeah. I wasn't going going in and tuning all the kicks and everything like that for for a day. Well, I said, like my
1: sure my the way we were doing it was because I don't have a sound setup. It was a mm-hmm. DSLR camera with a sixty dollar mic, and I was sitting on my bed with a blanket over my head yeah. to try mm. to get as much sound as I, as I can. So mm. there's a bit more my sound sound a little bit different, yeah. a little bit more editing in the songs that I was on. Yeah, but that was. The hundred percent of the fifty percent I could give, you know, I yeah. mean, imagine uh, if yeah. we
2: had said when you when we were doing that, okay, we've got Mike, Dilly's got Mike, and Ruth has got a you set can't up, bring you know, a song, yeah, yeah Jason, we actually need well. you to we've got we've got this quality level, and we yeah. need you to meet that. Yeah. And if you can't in during lockdown, then yeah. well you have to wait. Yeah, if you were if you were turned down that one time and said you have to wait till the end of lockdowns, yeah. what are the op- what are the ch- chances are mm. that you would actually be? as involved as you are at this point.
1: Probably, yeah. Probably slim to none. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a good point. Actually, it's
2: amazing what those little little things can do. That having a slightly rougher recording could be, to some people, would be like, "Oh, I don't want to put that out. It's not ready to go out to the world." Mm -hmm. But instead of do it, instead of having that mentality, we put it out and we gained one of our biggest collaborators. Yeah, That's mm. fucking and crazy.
0: Easily one of our most awesome tracks in my personal opinion, like mm-hmm. with Dreaming especially. Yes. That, that that graininess of the recording actually adds to how that song builds and works. We would never have had that if we'd been precious about mm-hmm. it. True. And this comes back to once again saying yes to, hey, I can only record on a real shonky type of mic and like can you help me like get that best type of recording, blah, blah, blah saying like, yeah, all right. And then let's figure it out after the fact, once it's already done, how we make it work. Yeah. You know, If we'd simply said no at the outset, then it doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just because we're back on that yes thing, which I mean, I contrived, but just because we're back <laughs> on that, that, that say yes <laughs> and figure it out. That's, I think the like, distinction I wanna make here is don't just say yes, I'll figure it out. And then kind of never follow through. Yeah, like the mark of like hustle, the mark of ambition, and the mark of like I would say success is when you can say yes and mark it with an action as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. whether it is yeah, I can find you a producer, and then immediately for me to then go onto Discord and say hey everyone, uh, (laughs) you know this person needs a producer. Hey everyone, this person needs a social media coordinator. Like cut down the time between the making of the promise and starting the action. Mm. Because if you can do that, if you can take a yes and turn it into something tangible straight away, one, that person goes, cool, I've got someone good in my corner. Mm. And two, when that comes through, it's coming through sooner. You just get Mm. the ball rolling even quicker. So same with like venues, You know, um, I was actually blown away, like coming back to Rapper's Delight and I guess we'll do a bit of a roundup of like what we're excited for coming up. Yeah. But Rapper's Delight was basically, I had this idea, I walked in the first time that the dojo ran at Ronnie's Blue Bar, saw maybe the first five minutes and went, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. This is like the perfect venue. This is the vibe, this is the location. I went straight up to Ronnie. He was like, Ronnie, like I know we've been connected before. Like, what's up? I hope you're good. i got an idea for a night. And he was like, yep, cool. Uh, I don't talk business during business. Like come mm-hmm. back and let's talk about it at another time. Mm-hmm. He immediately gave me a yes, gave me a reschedule. And then I came in with the reschedule with a whole proposal. He liked that one more meeting later. And it's like, yes, see you at the end of the month. You yeah, know? and so that ability to go from yes to yes to yes to like it's happening has been powerful, and the momentum mm. that it then has is amazing. It feels really cool. It feels really exciting. So if you're watching this Thursday night <laughs> rappers delight, yeah. that's the shit. Hit the link in the bio or down the below or whatever. Um, but that's that's the that's the jam for me.
2: You also you know also another thing what you did there is um, to put on a, an, a thing like rappers delight mm. to put on any gig. Is a lot of it is a lot of energy, but it's a lot of energy spread out across a lot yeah. of really, really small, very easy to do tasks. Yep. I mm-hmm. think that's a, that's a huge one. Is like uh, we're you know we're going to be working on a project later today. Mm-hmm. No no details about it. Um, it's something different, but mm-hmm. um, that the speed of which you got someone else involved that they needed being yeah. me in this case, um, was so fast because literally it's just a front call. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy to just pick up the phone, go to your contacts and go, this guy might pick up, call, done, he's on. And then you send my number to the guy. Yep. That's your task, like, that you've That's done it. everything. It took like exactly. three minutes of your time to figure that out.
0: That's it. And uh, in those moments, don't give yourself the chance to second guess. Mm-hmm. Just actually don't. Because, especially if it's about connecting someone to someone else, Mm. that someone else is the person making the call about if it's suitable or not. Yeah. You know, like the same thing has happened with me with referring friends for jobs. Someone's like, hey, I need a new staff member at my, you know, at my cafe or something like that. Okay, amazing. I'm going to send you like five (laughs) people's numbers. Mm -hmm. You call them and figure it out. So, Right now, if you're watching this and you're, you've been like second guessing and postponing and delaying something because you're like, I don't know if I should call this person or not. Email yeah. this person about a job opportunity, about a proposal, about a collab, whatever. Go do it. Seriously, go go do it right now. You don't, wh- like, why are you waiting? If mm. like, you probably don't have a reason. You've been delaying it. It's on a list and it's every day. It's on that list. I know I make lists daily and some of the stuff carries over. Mm-hmm. Just stop waiting. Just go do the thing. Go from your promise into the action. Like, let's make it happen. If you
1: need a job at a cafe, put a comment down below. Yeah, what's and up? Natural. Like, I'll, I'll hook <laughs> yeah. you up. I'll hook you
0: up. Uh, MQ Recruitment Agency. It's uh, it's it's a, new, it's a new venture of Vibe Union. Um, all right, shall we talk about like what we got coming up, what we're excited by within Vibe yeah. Union, and, and what we're liking as part of the ecosystem already? Hmm? So, Jason, do you want to kick us off? Um, yeah.
1: So I uh, I'll remember the question. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, do, just to well, it it it, it um, goes with what I'm going to say. So. The oh, shut up, Roy. Um, <laughs> I know what I mean. Uh, we're talking about you know, so what I'm excited for uh-huh. is uh, he so is. uh, well, everything rappers delight. Um, I think it might take me a little while to actually get up on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, because the only the, <laughs> the only rap song I ever learned was um, Grills by Nelly when I was 16. I don't know hey. why. <laughs> um, yes. I, I was bored anyway. So, yeah, what, what the one thing I'm excited for, obviously, is um. Not not too many details to give away, but end of the month, hopefully, um, you know, uh, starting up a open or a poetry night, uh, open mic sort of uh, concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that night came about. So what we're talking about was yep. Ronnie wanted to be like, I want to put on a poetry night. Mm-hmm. Can vibe you didn't do that, yep. and then all of a sudden, straight away, yeah. I was like, yeah, we we we've exactly. got a, we've got someone that's come up through the poetry scene. It was just like bang, yeah. like that. I, I think mm-hmm. that's a perfect example mm-hmm. um, of just like. I want. Can you do this? And you're like, yeah, bang, I can. Um. Yep. And then the same thing went to talk to him. He's like, don't talk business that night. And then the next mm-hmm. day, he was text you. Yep. Talk to you. he was like, I right, bring him, bring him tomorrow. I had a chat, and it was all good. You know. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, excited for that. The uh, w- when it when it does, eventuate Um. Mm-hmm. Further details to come later. Mm-hmm. Um. A bit of an MC job for me, mm-hmm. um, which will be different but fun. I think it's sort of a. Different element for me. Um, mm. I don't have to perform, but I'm on stage a lot, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I think. Yeah. Um, and I just think, yeah. Overall, more gigs we're doing. The more um, mm. I'm excited for writing more, getting more songs done. Um, so I said I want to start hopefully recording some stuff as well. Yeah. Just mine as well. Mm. Um, yeah. You've got you've got people who can yeah, help yeah no, out I know I sort yeah. of got it yeah I uh, yep. um I always just keep forgetting yeah um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just writing more. Um, even now, like poetry nights are starting to open up. There's mm-hmm. a um, competition in a month that I'm—I think I've signed up for. I don't know. I've put my name <laughs> in the hat, but I don't know. Yep. I don't know what. Anyway, that's uh, so that's opening up again. So I now can, you know, focus on poetry and the music and stuff, mm. which is annoying because one, I'd rather just focus on one, but I don't yep. want to. Yep. Um, at the same time, because <laughs> uh, I don't want to lose either. Or I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. Go fully into, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm 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 a rapper now or whatever, yep, um, and then completely forget about the origins of where I wrote, well, yeah, how I yeah. started writing because I do enjoy poetry as well. But I'm like, if I can, you if I can utilize both, then why not? So I think yeah, now now things are opening up. Just in general, excited to perform, to write, to MC and all that kind
2: of stuff. Yeah, just mm-hmm. be a part of things.
0: Yep. Right, Horizon right now, what's exciting you about Vibe Union?
2: Uh, it's the networking. It's 100% oh, yeah. the networking. And being on stage a lot more is is mm. just so much fun. Mm-hmm. But I think the networking and being on, being at places like Ronnie's Blue Bar for the dojo, yeah, yeah, I know the next, I think the next big stage for me, besides like the behind the scenes stuff of like actually, you know, always building Vibe Union mm. up further so we can do bigger and better things, get bigger budgets. Um, mm-hmm but it, the biggest thing for me personally is is honestly just finding my confidence cuz yeah. i know i've got a lot of confidence in a lot of parts of my personality mm-hmm. but in order to be on stage freestyling at the place like the dojo like that's that's a level that i need to get to and i did yeah. it last night yeah but the heart racing and <laughs> like the the wet hands coming off and like Mom i know that mm-hmm. i know that i i can get i know i i know my mind is there Lyrically, and Mm. the wall there for me, freestyling is this confidence in the live performance aspect of just like, yeah, not being worried about uh, things falling over and Mm -hmm. still just keep kind of keeping on to it. And I think that actually comes from, yeah, both being at places like the dojo, but also the the networking because it's always solidifying in your mind, oh, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, I think, for me is every time you meet someone who sees us as like oh these guys are doing something mm-hmm. and i can now jump on board with this every time that happens i'm like we are supposed to be doing this yeah, yeah. that's right really-
1: yeah. well i see that kind of stuff with um uh like open mics and whatever mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like people are oh, oh i don't know if i should mm-hmm. um like you know uh I don't know if I should oh, oh, but I got a song but it's um, it's still on my phone and mm-hmm. I, you know, everyone else hasn't performed I'm just, go and do it it's on your phone who cares it's an yeah. open mic thing if, you, if you've if you just written it it's unfair if you're like oh well you can only do it if you can't yeah. you know right. yeah. Um, yeah I hear people say, oh no I don't, shouldn't do it shouldn't do it and then oh I don't think I can I'm like just go and read it on a piece of paper like, I literally wrote I've, I've read stuff off a, out of a book before like it's mm-hmm. it is what it is you just go this is what I'm doing if you don't like it bugger off yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. sort of thing and he killed it um, yeah. uh, it was a couple, couple I forget what his name was. Um, but he went up there and killed it. I'm like, mm. yeah. And he's just like, oh, good. Glad I did it. So, yeah. That's the way. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like that that networking aspect is, is more appealing to you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's one of the big things that's exciting me right now is how much, I guess, like inbound inquiry, like to put it into sort of yep. business terms. Yeah. Um, and that's you know at a bigger level so you know for example a venue has hit us up and been like look we're trying to kind of manage our socials and stuff and we noticed that you guys are constantly promoting and posting what you guys are doing and I'm like honestly if we're there with story mode on on Instagram we catch it otherwise it's not really going (laughs) anywhere we don't have a content (laughs) strategy or anything like that but to this person it does feel like it's robust and it's a pretty clear-cut sort of strategy Mm -hmm. so they've gone we need we need you guys or someone from you to like come and do that for us. Mm-hmm. And so then again, it's like, yes, let's figure it out on our end. And then we can come back to you with mm-hmm. the idea of what, what's possible. So can I know, just
2: inject here as well? If yeah. there's anyone, um, <laughs> anyone watching or anyone who, you know, that is looking to get involved in the social media kind of space, mm-hmm. who is either studying that kind of thing or wants to be involved in more of a collective. Yep hit us up (laughs) because we need someone to build those strategies please and thanks
0: look at our gram yeah it is infrequent at best yeah um that's a collaborative spot not not a paid spot sorry yeah 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 exactly (laughs) um but look here's the thing so what is super exciting to me right now is that we're we're moving from thinking about things as purely a network and a one-to-one reciprocated exchange of good like services and, and resources to now like how do we pitch what we have as a collective as like a financial, mm-hmm. like as a as a product, as yeah. a service that we can offer to venues, to uh, promoters, to bookers, to festivals, right? And we mm. can say to them, we can give you an act, we can give you your social media solutions or whatever. And that's money in that then goes pretty much directly to the people that are carrying out the work. Yeah. Mm. Is like, we are generating work for the people involved in the collective because all of last year we generated work and it was For free and for one another yeah for the purposes of building it up you know so getting amatha and yourself to design the logo and the branding Mm -hmm. for you to do the production work dilly dave to do video work and Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff that was all you know free of free of charge and for one another and now what's exciting is we're thinking about things monetarily how do we make this a business that is designed to take money from big businesses and people who have money and who are in the business of spending money for their own ends, they spend it with us and how do we give that out to the people that are involved? Mm. That's that's an exciting concept to me because I think there is so much of an imbalance where people are being expected to do stuff for free. Not like, hey, we're a collective and like, what can mm. you offer and what do you wanna offer? And, and that's what builds us. That's what's exciting for me about what we do as a network. Mm. But as a business, how do we get these swathes of money that you know city of melbourne or such and (laughs) such like you know uh, some broadcaster or whatever has how do we get them to pay us to pay the individuals involved and create sustainable steady work for Mm. everyone that wants it um that's probably the sort of biggest thing and within that is then we're reaching out you know to major companies that do XYZ to sponsor things like the podcast or some of the nights that we're running. Yeah. And if they can give us money, that's money coming into the collective to get dished out for all the work that we do. Yeah. So the goal is to keep building this platform, make it more robust and the more tight and professional our operation looks and is, yeah. the more likely we are to fetch money. Like that to me mm. is something I've never had to think about previously. And I've always just been like, oh man, whatever, like money's money, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's a real privileged position. Like my parents, have set me up with a life that I, ha- I am able to sustain a baseline level of living mm-hmm. that I don't really have to think about survival. And I know that that's not mm. the case for everyone. I know that people working in the arts can't make a living and a career out of it. So why not be able to supplement at least some of their existence, some of yeah. our existence like off of that. So that's probably the sort of most exciting concept is that network inbound inquiries and how we're trying to shape into a direction where the people involved are able to be like, Reimbursed and compensated for their time, mm. so that you you're incentivized to make the
2: best work that you can make. Yeah. Then you give the hundred percent. That's, that's <laughs> a, then then you start can then you, then you get picking.
0: because the outcome is directly tied now to the level of work that you yeah. put in. Yeah. And if you know you're going to get paid two hundred dollars to sit there and design a graphic, then you would make that graphic as good as possible because mm. you want the next time that that mm. two hundred turns into three hundred or a thousand or whatever. That's when you're doing your hundred. Like, yeah. That's it.
2: Yeah that's um that's like su- such a important goal a re-evaluation of the goal for me is i think i've spoken about this before that like my goal is i just want to be in a studio a proper studio um with all the gear in the world because that's my happy place and but once that that once that's there and you are getting paid for it as well then you can go into that level of detail and i, I you know saying that i don't you know, saying that I—it's not like I half-ass things, but rather like you've got a certain amount of time and energy every day. Mm-hmm. Where is that best spent? Yeah. And at this level, you give it 70% on the track, and you take that extra uh, extra percentage, and you put that elsewhere. You put that into into the marketing. You put that into honestly just going to other gigs and talking to people. Yeah, I can't wait though for that level of because that's just the that's the luxury, that's the privilege of getting it up to that point. Yeah, yeah. And I can't wait. Nice. Um, Jason, have you got
0: anything else you want to add?
1: No, I think we've kind of said it all. Cool. Really. Um, all
0: right. Well, I'll, I'll do a quick roundup of mm-hmm. like what I what I see on the horizon, and I'll not get too specific. But <laughs> let's say, for example, you know, partnering with like with a gym that are just about to launch and open up their doors to everyone basically Mm -hmm. i want to work out with them how we can have a whole day-long launch party yeah yeah. we can have djs from vibe union we can have a band that's you know affiliated with us we can have artists playing throughout the day but then we can also have like a cypher circle going on and have that throughout the day and then people that just want to come and vibe with vibe union come along to this gym Mm -hmm. you know trying to negotiate that we get discount memberships for everyone that comes along to this day and things like that like that's, I feel like the kind of stuff that I want to be doing. Yeah. Um, another really exciting prospect is a couple of our members and I, I don't want to name them. I don't want to name the exact night that they're trying to do because I want to save it for them. That's mm-hmm. their news. But I love that the initiative is already in gear. A couple of members are like, hey, all of our stuff is very hip hop centric. Let's, let's dismantle that a little bit. Let's, you know, let's make a new type of thing. So you know a different genre, mm. different type of night. So there's one of those in the works and that's considering like reaching out to very specific types of venues and partnerships. Mm. And then there's a whole other separate one, which maybe you want to talk about. Oh yeah. I was like,
2: what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Oh yeah, no, there's a house. I want to do a house music night. Um, Mm. Basically just cause I started, when I first um, got to Melbourne, I was, Making house music mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a house DJ. I quickly learned that I did not really fit into the scene just as a person, just as a, person, just mm. as a character, because I was too timid. Um, and also, I found myself in the Psytrance scene by accident and then I <laughs> kind of looked around I don't want to be here. Um, mm, no disrespect to Psytrance. Some disrespect to Psytrance. <laughs> all
1: disrespect it's, to Psytrance. Yeah. Fuck you. My fucking- Fuck you, Psytrance. <laughs>
2: Side for me no. is the, is I don't, I don't even know what it is. Be honest. It no, yeah, a lot of people
1: don't. I just want beef with side
2: <laughs> D red if you're watching this, you called my music on the stage side and oh man, I was ready, <laughs> I was ready to come at you like a flying buzzard. Um, oh, I want
1: to see that, please. Yeah, <laughs> say it again.
2: But um, there's a yeah. We want to I want to I want to create. This is the I guess to tie into what we're talking about actually. Mm. Basically, I wanted to do that back in the day. I knew the sound I wanted to hear because I was mm. you know, I was looking at the history of house music and I was looking at like Chicago house music and, and Detroit techno and that kind of mm. stuff. And I just wanted to be there. I just wanted to be working with those guys in the 80s and 90s um, at the warehouses and, and shit like that. But that was in the 80s and 90s and I was mm-hmm. born in the 90s as a little baby. And when I got to Melbourne, I found Psytrance. <laughs> so oh, I was yeah. like, all right, well, I guess I'll... Not do that. Yeah. <coughs> and now that I have this platform with Vibe Union mm-hmm. uh, and this net- little network, <coughs> apologies. Yeah. Is um. Oh yeah. Okay. Now I actually get to do that thing, and it, mm-hmm. it actually it seems like it would be separate to Vibe Union, but it actually just plugs in so nicely because yeah. we all. Putting a lot of effort into these gigs, and we all just you know, it, it, most of us are performing on those nights. It would be cool to just have a night where we, I was like, yeah, let's just um, drink and listen to house music and just chill out for a night. It sounds like I a get good to put time. on. I get and to put on that. That's going to be cool as hell. You had very early drinks, days. Uh, we got yeah.
0: so. um, yeah. what else have we got coming up? We got 4:20 rally. Uh, it's going to be a picnic yes. at uh, Flagstaff yes. Gardens. Uh, we've been chatting with one of the organizers. Big shouts out, Ancient J. Yeah, I got to play there as a solo act a couple of years back and he was like, hey, whatever you're doing, I'm seeing what you guys are doing vibe union wise, mm-hmm. love to have that energy as part of the festival. And so once again, like this recognition and validation that like, yeah, we're doing stuff and people are receiving it, people are feeling it. So again, like, thank you. Like mm. if you're watching, you're clicking things, you're sharing things around. That means that you're you're vibing with us and that, uh, you're actually a part of this collective in that mm. sense. Like that, that's so integral to our DNA is like, you enjoy what we do and want to proliferate that in the world with us because we enjoy the crap out of what we're doing. This is so much fun. Again, the reason we're making this is because we love what we're doing and we just want to share that. We want more people to join into it. And it's a constantly validating feeling to know that people are enjoying that and want other people to enjoy that as well. So thanks for sharing that with us. Um, So yeah, 420 Rally. uh, We got like awesome gigs coming up. So yeah, if you're checking this out, this Thursday, we got Rapper's Delight. At Ronnie's Blue Bar is going to be awesome. Uh, Hip hop karaoke. So you basically sign up, do your track. Friday, uh, we're at Liebird Lounge again. And this time it's an acoustic and folk mm. night. Amazing lineup. It's going to be good fun. We've got Kelsey Jean headlining, uh, we've got Woo. Nick Rowan. Yes. Um, incredible musician. Yes. Beautiful on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
2: he's bringing the harp guitar. Oh, you've seen, You've guitar. seen, you've seen jewel neck um, electric guitars in like mm-hmm. in like hair metal back in the day. Mm-hmm. This is a jewel neck acoustic guitar. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah, Come see that. <laughs> it's it's powerful.
0: Just
1: to just see that, just see that, nothing else. Cool.
0: Um, an old mate of mine, Yon, uh from the band Plots, he's going to be playing as well. Stopping cool. in to kind of revive what he's been doing. And again, he's been watching, uh, thanks for watching along and seeing what we're about and going, yeah. I want to be a part of that, yeah. Um, I'll also be a yeah. part of that next yeah. week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah. Jason's <laughs> opening up the night,
2: yeah. I forget who's that, yeah. oh, uh, who's, who's that, uh, he, he, yeah. the, I mean, the one with the hat, yeah.
1: Uh, I felt left out, oh, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> um, yeah. Jason's kicking <laughs> off the knife for us, he's gonna be hitting us up with uh, with what you've been doing, yeah. poetry stuff, will be the... more strictly
2: poetry this time, yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. I think, yeah, because
0: oh, yeah. we're gonna,
1: yeah, try to um, I have the acoustic behind it to try to. A mm-hmm. bit of uh, experimental stuff to see for mm-hmm. future. Oh, yeah. you, yeah. So Nick's gonna play with you. I don't know. I'll tell him. Well, oh there God. was the, I. I put the thing out there, and everyone said it was a good idea. I have. I don't know what's going on after that. So. Yeah. yeah,
2: no, he'll do that. Okay,
1: cool. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll message Thank you, later. you Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: also, cool. um, also in like future retrospect, uh, big shouts out to Tulit Crew and Triptic Creative who. By the time you're watching, we'll have seen, uh, we'll have come down to Melbourne, lit it up on Friday night at mm. uh, Liebird Lounge with the hip hop rundown, and then just been like partying through the weekend. Like, we got a massive weekend lined up. Again, that's super exciting to me that a network and a connection made two years ago in like a, you know, the back courtyard of Barusu with, you know, these characters who'd come down. Mm. Triptych Creative, by the way, they're putting on incredible things for everyone in the scene. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing, um, getting emerging art out there. Uh, they're just like, hey, we want to send down a couple of artists. Can they hang out with you Vibe Union guys for a weekend? Mm. We're like, hell yeah, we put them on a lineup. Let's do it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that's another exciting thing to have looked forward to past tense on Monday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. Any any closing thoughts? No, man, I think we said, yeah, said no, quite a bit. You know what? We've made it to the end. No, I think we said it, Give yourself yeah. another self high five. <laughs> All right. My name is MQ. This is Jason. This is Rath. Yeah, we are yeah, yeah. Vibe Union. Thanks for tuning in to the Vibe Union podcast. Hit like, hit comment, subscribe, share it around, mm. spread the love. Thank you so much. We'll catch you again next week. We out.